0: Don't watch this. The one-star rating is true because it's not Predator anymore. (laughs) Okay. It's Disney teen drama for children and too much fantasy. Too much fantasy? They misspelled that? The small girl is new Predator now. (laughs) (laughs) She is better and harder in this galaxy. This is still her. What? In the next movie, she would capture the Predator ship and fly to Predator planet to kill all them. What? <laughs> don't, don't give him any ideas. That was though. a one-star review from imdb.com. So, full disclosure, a lot of the one-star reviews are extremely sexist. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sure. shock me
1: at all. I think a lot of people forget that the first Terminator was killed by a waitress.
0: Welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Andrew. Hello. And Steven. Hey there. In this episode, we're reviewing the newest entry in the Predator franchise. That's right, we're talking about Prey.
2: Which is a really weird thing to say
1: because there's been a lot of them. There's probably way too many.
0: There definitely is. I rewatched most of them before this. I'm uh, sorry. They're... It was bad. Yeah, it was we, tough.
2: We actually kind of go up a scale here because Andrew, I think you've only seen one. I've
1: only seen the first one. I've seen the first. I've seen. Uh, well, now I've seen the second one. Well, or well, for me, <laughs> fifth or sixth one, really. Uh, sixth, oof. I think. Hold on. No, the, I saw someone
2: calling it Predator Five. I think
1: Be, because you have Predator, Predator Two, Alien versus Predator, Predators,
0: Alien versus Predator Requiem, and then The Predator. So this is the sixth. This is the sixth.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I've seen the first two and parts of others that I turned off because, and uh, (laughs) this one obviously, yeah.
0: Uh, Before we get into that, one thing I think we can all agree on is that uh, the dog was a very fun part of this movie. Oh, absolutely! Everybody uh, loves the dog. The dog, which does not die. That's the only movie, spoiler the you
1: get yeah. going in.
0: The dog does not die. So if you're on the fence about watching this because of that, go for it. Yeah, you're, yep. you're safe. Yep, it is uh, it's totally fine. But thinking about the dog, she's a very good animal companion in this. So we want to talk about other sidekicks and companions in, in media and what our favorites are. That are not people. That are not people. We're not yeah. talking about like Batman and Robin. We're yeah. talking about like the dog in Prey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Andrew, why don't you lead us off? What okay. is your favorite cool. sidekick?
1: So, um. Uh, me being me, I always pick the weird ones, right? Um, so sure. So I picked Aro from Gundam.
0: Okay, explain. Oh
1: no! I,
0: <laughs> so, so the I the little I under, beach ball that floats around yes. and is a yes. robot. Okay. Yes.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. So basically, this is a um, uh, just a little like relatively bouncy ball that can also kind of float. Has little like flappy ear wings. Yeah. This, and this very strange. Um, it was essentially made. <laughs> just as a toy by the original main character, the whole, no, no, Ray. Hold on,
2: stop it. The whole series was made as a toy. Sure. Just within, yeah, yeah, within okay, the yeah, universe. But, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but so you have Haro, which is, he's just this little green ball that kind yeah. of floats around and stuff. However, um, it is smart enough to help out the main characters every once in a while by basically being a distraction. To, okay. Uh, like if, if a character wants to try and basically sneak into a mobile suit to go fight for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, Haro will gladly be the distraction to the um, to the commanding officers or, um, you know, just kind of get in the way of things. Yeah. And uh, Haro actually kind of lasts throughout almost the entire Gundam franchise mm-hmm. uh, in one form or another. So. So was
0: he in Gundam Wing?
1: Um, I know. Okay. No, like uh, Universal Century. So the main timeline.
0: Got it. OK. Yeah.
2: Because I've seen I was he, like, I don't remember seeing. He actually appears outside of it as well. Yes. Uh, there is a Haro in Double O, mm-hmm. and he does more than just provides com- comedy or, or whatever. Yeah. He actually helps, like, like he is like, a computer boost for the Dynamase. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so he's, like, part of, like, the sniping program or something yeah. like that.
1: Uh, but, yeah, so it's, it's kind of fun because uh, as you go through the Gundam franchise, you can kind of, like, catch whenever they, they pick up a new mm-hmm. Haro. Sometimes it's the original Haro. Sometimes it's a replica because, basically— Amro was so popular from basically the first series yeah. in in universe that basically they made replicas of his his Haro. Yeah, like um, his his like wealth comes from from like designing and selling the designer. Yeah,
0: like so it's like buying Jordan sneakers. You're buying uh, yeah, like pretty much Amro Ray. Amro
1: Ray's Haro. Yeah,
0: that's a mouthful. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: Uh, yeah. So that was my companion.
2: Cool, Steven, What about you? Uh, well, I, I also stayed animated, but I did not go for someone who spans multiple series although he should have spanned more than one movie uh so we're going with Mulan's Mushu oh Oh, cool! and if the live action Mulan had maybe included Mushu it might have helped it quite a bit cowards (laughs) (laughs) so this is Eddie Murphy at his peak but also you know kind of toned down censored for Disney obviously Uh, it always fascinates me how they find these comedians who just you know Straight R-rated on stage, you're like, yeah, we should put him in a Disney
1: movie. Well, it, it's the same thing with like Robin Williams. Yeah, like or, his, his his stand-up was yeah. very vulgar. Uh, <laughs> Full House too, uh, Bob Saget. Oh, Bob like his Saget. stand-up,
2: like, they just, yeah. I don't know, they're like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna make you more popular by de- de- not desensitizing, censoring, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, just a a hilarious. I mean, it's a really serious subject. Like you know, there's war and death, and you really need what he brings, which is, again, the, the comedic relief side of things and kind of a, a opposing voice to yeah. Mulan. Not in the sense of, like, well, he's going to un- overrule Horde, but he is going to stand in the back and be like, well, that just doesn't make sense. Why are we here again?
0: Yep. Yeah. Ha,
1: how could you miss? He was right there. Well, well I think
0: that, that obviously, you know, the straight man, the comedy guy, mm-hmm. you know, dynamic is really cool. And, like, I, I never saw the live-action Mulan, but I assume not having that probably... There's a lot of problems. Y- you missed... Yeah. Nothing. And that's why I didn't watch yeah. it. And that's why I still haven't watched it. I'm not in any rush to see it. Yeah. I, I think one of my
1: favorite parts of of the Mulan animated film is whenever she uses him to basically light the uh, yeah. um, the, the cannon, which I thought was just such a fun little She can't find the, the flint yep, She, just, so grabs she him, just grabs him. She grabs <laughs> him and rips him like a like a ripcord.
2: cord, oh my God. Starting
0: a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well Ryan. mine is a throwback. This is a classic, and some people would call this the proto baby Yoda.
1: Okay. I went
0: with Gizmo from Gremlins.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. The proto. I've never seen Gremlins. So, oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Gremlins is wild. Uh, I saw movie. Gremlins.
1: Also a horror
0: movie. <laughs> yeah. As a kid uh, and loved Gizmo. I had a little um, a stuffed toy uh-huh. of Gizmo who. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he just the
1: one that you just see like yeah, the, on all the, the, the brown and white? Pattern? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's, he's the safe.
2: Grim. hes but he's not
1: a gremlin. He's a safe one. Oh, okay.
2: Essentially, like the mogwai. Without spoiling mogwai. Too much, like yeah. just to get into the basics.
0: Yeah. yeah, like he's a Mogwai. He's this little furry creature that uh, the main character in this movie, Billy, his dad brings home, and there's like strict rules: don't ever get him wet. You know, don't feed him after midnight and all this kind of stuff. Of course, somebody the, does the, every yeah everything, and like then all these other. Gremlins start popping out of him, mm-hmm. and they are evil. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they go from furry and cute to being, like, lizard-scale, oh, like, no. gremlins, and they mess with everything. And it's basically a, a horror comedy. Okay. Like, they get yeah. into some hijinks, and the gremlins are smoking <laughs> cigarettes, and they're at the bar, like, asking for more drinks. The and, like, 80s
1: were a very weird time. Oh, yeah.
0: Gremlins 2 is a fever dream, but still great. <laughs> uh, worth checking out if you like the first one. It's not as good of a as solid of a, no. a movie. But Gizmo himself in it is... is is is. Great! I as a kid, I loved this little guy, and at the very end, he gets in like a
2: toy sports car. Well, it was just a straight advertisement for you know kids go buy this RC oh, car yeah. that Gizmo Tro- <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that was he's my uh, my sidekick. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, now let's talk a little bit about Prey. Prey was released directly to streaming on Hulu on August fifth, which I believe it was because of the Disney. 20th Century Fox merger. Yeah, because yeah. they got merged in and yeah. there was a lot of
2: um there was a uh, language contract clause where yeah. if it went to theater, it would have gone to like HBO Max for streaming release.
0: Right. Yep. and there was this movie has had like a four-year journey to get to be released basically and there yeah. was like a lot of different like versions that like Disney wanted it cut down to PG-13 at one point Ooh. and then Ooh. there was there's a lot of back and forth so it doesn't yeah. surprise me but yeah, it was released directly to Hulu. Which is
2: interesting too, because once you get outside the US and the UK, Hulu doesn't exist. So right. elsewhere in the world, it's on Disney Plus.
1: Which is just such a weird it's thing weird. to think about.
2: Yeah.
0: It's it's weird that Disney is like at home, it's this like <laughs> wholesome, like <laughs> and they're
1: just like, nah, put art rated stuff. Put in whatever over yeah, that yeah. throw it out there.
0: Uh, directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who did uh Ten Cloverfield Lane, which okay. either you see that's seen that?
1: the one um, where she's in the in like the bunker thing or whatever, and it's more of like yeah. a like a, a found, a thriller. found kind of thing? No, 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 no. This was more That's of like a thriller one. with John Goodman. Yeah. And then it just happens to be a Cloverfield film.
0: So gotcha. I, I really liked 10 Cloverfield Lane. And it was one of the first times. Like, so the first time I actually ever saw anything Dan Trachtenberg did was he did a, a short film almost a decade ago. And it's a portal film. And okay. you've probably seen it if you're a fan of Portal, the game. Yep. It's the the inside the Aperture Labs. It's the actors trying to escape, and they do all the special oh, effects. Oh, I do remember this. Oh, yeah. That okay. was his first, like, huh. oh, this. watch out for this guy. He's doing stuff. And then he went on to do, um, he's done episodes of Black Mirror. He's done episodes of mm-hmm. The Boys. He's okay. done a lot of, like, television. Like, He's, that. Got, he's
2: got a good,
0: it's not movie uh, background, yeah. but he's got a good background. There. Tim yeah. Cloverfield Lane is, like, the biggest movie I think he's done before this. But, yeah. In that movie, I liked it a lot because it was, like, the first Cloverfield was, like, a found footage, found footage thing. Yeah. And it's it's weird. It's like, almost like I wish they hadn't named it 10 Cloverfield Lane. So you I, just didn't know. I wish the twist had, because after watching it, I thought it was great. Because it's, it's one of those, like, most of the movie takes place in one mm-hmm, room. One room. But the way he directed it, in my opinion, was very good. Like, he did a really good job of, like, making the most use out of, like, mm-hmm. the single set, you know, Which a is small group of actors type thing.
2: An interesting shift because when we're looking at Prey... You yeah, know, this was not the single set. They had a right. gorgeous
1: setting. Yeah. yeah. That sweeping landscape. Yeah.
2: Huge, huge mountain vistas,
1: valleys, rivers, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not too much Great Plains, but that's okay. We, we'll get into
0: we that.
2: Won't, we won't get too deep into that. I mean, we'll, we'll let it slide a little bit.
0: Well, there's a little bit of uh, the production issues. They yeah. were originally going to shoot in, like, a different part of Texas, and then something happened there, and then they ended up going to Canada, and... There was a lot of, like, back and forth on where they could actually mm-hmm. film, and, so that was I, kind of part of I'm that. I'm
1: sure a lot of the, the differences that, that, we, that we may or may not have with, like, the actual American history of, for the Native Americans, where they were, what they did, that kind of thing, like, is it probably was almost locked into kind of, like, what the film already was by the time they are like, oh, well, now we have to change locations,
0: like, Right. We yeah. can't
1: change everything else.
0: That was probably yeah. Like yeah. again, there's there's a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. like is kind of rumor and speculation, but that was the one of the big things in its journey to getting made was like they had to like switch locations yeah. a few times. Well, Production
1: I, woes are very real.
2: Oh yeah, and especially around COVID with this being a four year span. But one of the things that's cool to point out is they did get uh, permission and kind of like I guess a blessing from the Canadian Canada's you know First Nations, so the, yeah. the Native American tribes there to shoot on Native American land. So that yeah. was really cool, and obviously. Uh, you know, I think we're all in agreement here. They look really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I think that some of the best shots in this movie are like the sweeping vistas and the landscapes. Even some of the drone shots they do, like you know, mm-hmm. from top down mm-hmm. in this movie, are really cool. It's A lot of good like visual setting. Yeah, in this the, movie. the
2: visual feel for me felt a lot kind of like Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, uh, which is that's a that's a compliment. I mean, that's you know, that's why yeah. I want out of this kind of movie. You know, big sweeping, you know, misty mountains with yep. some tree, you know, evergreens, that kind of stuff.
0: So this was written by Patrick Ason, I think I'm saying that right, and Dan Trachtenberg. And Dan, obviously, I think he co-wrote 10 Cloverfield Lane, but other than that, doesn't have a ton of writing credits. Mm -hmm. But Patrick um, is mostly known for TV shows like uh, the Amazon Jack Ryan show, Wayward Mm -hmm. Pines, stuff like that. So I I haven't seen a lot of the stuff that he's written, Mm -hmm. but um, it feels like he had a decent – both these guys feel like they don't have – a ton of huge feature film credits. Neither do any of the actors. That's another thing. Like, yeah. So this stars Amber Mid-Thunder. Which is such a cool name. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Because Amber could
2: be just such a basic name. Yeah. This, but then you put it with Mid-Thunder, like, oh, whoa. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it also stars Dakota Beavers, who plays um, Tabe. The name, The names are so good. This is his first <laughs> acting role. He did a the great job. He did yeah. A, yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, like he he was he's a musician. He's like auditioned for a couple of things, but this is like
2: yeah. straight to he like a legit like, role. Like, he kind of looks like one of those dudes who just shows up with the guitar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, here's Wonderwall. No, 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 stop.
2: So did uh did Amber I didn't notice, does she have other credits prior yeah. to
0: this?
1: So so she's in basically a lot of B movies yeah. um okay. and TV shows. But the the two to note are Legion. Um, oh, yeah, FX is yeah, And then uh, CW is Roswell, New Mexico. And then Prey now. Yeah, definitely yeah. definitely yeah. her biggest
0: starring role. And uh, it also stars Dane Deliegro as the Predator. And this is also his first movie, um, which and I thought he did a pretty there's
2: good There's not time. really a lot of speaking
0: roles with Yeah, as No, the Predator, but like just the tall, I think to embody person. the physicality of, oh, he's definitely of that yeah. Predator. Another thing that I didn't realize until I started looking at some of the behind-the-scenes stuff was that like when he's wearing the Predator costume, the front of the face with the mask is actually the top of his head. Yeah, it's way, Well, you have to be seven feet tall yeah. for that. And, and so, no one really is. His so. eyes were basically looking out the neck. And so, when he was <laughs> looking forward, he was always like tilting his head down in every scene. And he had to hold like 11 pounds of prosthetics on his neck. Wow. Ooh. You know, like imagine if you had like an 11 pound hat and you had to look down <laughs> all day. You know? So, I was like, wow. That's... He's, got, he's got just like the neck muscles. He's like Goku. Yeah. And also, it, they, <laughs> at all times, they flexing. filmed during like the summer and he's wearing this giant, you know, Prosthetic suit.
2: I'm sure it was. Well, of course, if you're filming in the summer in Canada, maybe he's the best off because mosquitoes can't get you through the prosthetics. (laughs) (laughs) They always find a way. Oh, gosh.
0: All right. So, a plot summary for Prey is it's an all new entry in the Predator franchise set 300 years ago. Prey tells the story of a young Comanche woman named Naru, a fierce and highly skilled warrior who stalks and ultimately confronts a highly evolved alien predator with a technologically advanced arsenal. All right, so each of us rated this movie across five categories, spectacle, performance, score, plot, and entertainment. We then took these scores and ground them up on a rock <laughs> to make a medicinal paste that we call the overall score. <laughs> Our score for Prey is an eight.
1: Yeah, yeah I, 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 I feel that that is a very respectable. That's a, that's a warranted score. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what did everybody think about Prey?
1: Um, I thought it was fantastic. Okay. I loved I nice. loved. Um, just the general feel of the film. Now, granted, i you know, I've only seen the first one. First one was fun. Yeah. And um I I guess in my mind, I've never really thought the Predator franchise as a horror franchise.
0: Sure. Just it, it was
1: just always an, an action thriller to me. Yeah. But, you know, again, I'm like it's one of those things where the second you add horror as one of the keywords, I just I check out and I don't watch it. <laughs> right. So yeah. Um, so I know that this one, I knew that we were going to review it obviously, but then going into this, I was kind of worried that it was going to be a little bit too gory for me and like too violent. Sure. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like it, it didn't feel like it was too much. Okay. Like there was like one or two deaths in the, in the thing that I was yeah. like, Ooh, that is, uh, that's a little bit much, but it was kind of also entertaining. So, you know, yeah.
0: It never crossed that line and, into being just gross for the sake exactly.
1: of just gross. Yeah.
2: And, and I, I, I know Andrew and I both kind of sit in roughly the same realm in terms of what we do and don't want to see on screen. Yeah. And for the most part, I was fine. I know, uh, you know, Lauren, my wife, was uh, definitely doing the you know watching through her hands things for some, <laughs> right. is, is it over kind of thing. Yeah. There, there are definitely some some pretty gruesome deaths.
0: Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I liked it a lot. I think it's easily the second best Predator movie, uh, behind the for the original, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And I went back and watched most of the Predator movies. I rewatched. Predator, Predator 2, Predators, uh, Alien versus Predator. I did not watch Alien versus Predator Requiem because I care about my life. and I terrible. Things to it's do. Taunt. And I did not rewatch The Predator, which is the Shane Black movie from a few years ago. Which is- Shane Black appeared in the first Predator. He's one of the main cast of the guy. He's like the first guy that gets killed. Oh, okay. He's oh. the guy with the glasses. He's oh, yeah, the one yeah, that yeah. keeps trying to tell the jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: well, isn't... The is kind of like a big tonal shift to where it's kind of almost comedy.
0: It feels like, and I don't know the history of it, but it feels like studio meddling because there's yeah. a lot of jokes mm-hmm. that feel like they were reshoots. It feels like they had a movie and the studio was like, That's way too dark. We need quips. We need so they yeah. went back and re-recorded like certain scenes. But the predator, terrible. Don't ever watch it. The the thing that all these movies get wrong, that prey gets right, is that concept of taking it back to just a single predator. Yes. And it's about survival.
1: So you know? the, the one thing that I really enjoyed about this film was the scale. Yeah. So like you have these big massive sweeping mm-hmm. landscapes and everything like that but the actual story and, and the action takes place in such a very small cast essentially. It, and a window
2: of time too. It's just a day or two. Yeah.
1: That you don't they, you don't run into a lot of the problems that generally a lot of prequel or sequels kind of run into where they try and one-up themselves. Right. Where yeah. this was back to the basics. Yes. Yes. And and this was, this is a very small-scale thing, and you have one main character that, that has to do this. And, you know, you have some supporting characters, but you know out the gate, they're all probably going to die.
2: Hey, there's somebody. We should go tell her about SpoilersIntendedPodcast.com.
1: One, two, three, not it. Not it. Ah, oh,
0: dang. Okay, I'll do it. Um... Excuse, excuse me there uh, do you have a second to talk about spoilers intended oh! tell her about
2: the
1: discord
0: okay I'll get to it okay. so we have a discord uh, where you know listeners and people can, can jump in there and can be a part of the conversation be sure to tell her about patreon okay okay uh, so we have a patreon that has okay the Patreon has lots of tiers. Uh, you can support us. It, it, it's it's a great way to. Okay, don't forget all the other content. I, I mean, she gets it, right? You get it, right? Like it's a, it's a website. It's uh, spoilersintendedpodcast.com. You go there. It's got links and all the other content. I, I don't think she has a computer. Do you hear that? I don't remember the spoiler wall sounding like this. What are these? Do you guys have a laser pointer or something? What are these dots? All right, that means we are now past the spoiler wall, so it's all spoilers all day long, all the time. (laughs) Time. Okay, so let's start to get into. uh, Do you have any spoiler-free or spoiler-filled thoughts at the top before we get into scores? Anybody?
1: Um, I'm glad that the dog did not die. Same. I was very. very, I was very worried. Basically, the whole film.
0: When, when the very, you know, one of the earlier scenes when the dog's tail gets caught in the, the trap, yeah, and it like, yelps off screen, I was like, oh Ooh, no. I was like, yeah. no, yeah. like no, no, no. Not yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah, I was really worried. Uh, yeah. And throughout the whole, every time the dog showed up, I was like, get away from the bear. <laughs> get away from the predator. Go somewhere safe, dog. <laughs> Don't
1: bark at the predator. Just run <laughs> away.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Please, I, lose I, your life. I, I will also say, I'm glad that um, the only animals that were killed. Uh, well, One or all CGI, of course, but then yeah. Uh, yeah. the fact that it was all animals that could fight back. Yeah, they were they were actively yeah. being predators. They, they, yeah, they were. There was never like they didn't kill horses, right. or anything like that. They didn't. And they
0: didn't. it makes when they okay. kill the bison even more impactful. Of like, what kind of monster did this? They were Frenchmen. Oh, the yeah. human. <laughs> <laughs> Dog on French people. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other thing too is I think it again goes back to the first predator of. The predator is like looking for a challenge. It's like, mm. you know, it, in some of the other predator movies where they lose their way, is it like the predator just becomes like a stand-in for Jason Voorhees? He's just killing anything and it's like, no, the predator is supposed to be going after challenges. A challenge, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's for the sport. Yeah. Know. Okay, well let's get into some scores. Yeah. Andrew, what did you give Spectacle?
1: Uh, so I gave Spectacle an 8. Okay.
0: Okay. Um
1: nice. I I thought the the cinematography was Honestly, fantastic. like the yeah. the introduction of drone technology into the filming industry it has so been much. so yeah. nice because you can get really interesting shots of like complete like direct bird's eye view of a, of an oh, actor yeah. going through the forest and, oh man, you just get some really cool stuff. However. Uh the, the one thing that w- really what knocked it for me was the unfortunate use of a lot of CGI yeah. with the, the blood effects were,
0: were, were pretty bad. I rough. Um, loved some practical blood yep. in this movie. Uh,
1: and then it, I understand why they had to use CGI animals like for the rattlesnake, sure. the, the wolf mm-hmm. and everything. Like that, because you can't obviously kill well, one. They
2: didn't use CGI for the wolf the whole way. The whole way. It was absolutely a dog and you could absolutely tell it was having the time Of its
1: life, running <laughs> through the field. but but yeah, and but same thing with like the mountain lion and the bear. Uh, there's just like the CGI probably could have used an extra like six months worth of massaging, I think. I don't,
0: I that honestly, or a little more budget thrown at it, yeah, maybe.
1: Well, so I'm just gonna go ahead and jump in. Yeah, I gave it a nine. Oh, and, wow,
0: nice.
2: Well, one, the scenery, like I'm gonna it's, rate it really highly for
1: the Al- Alberta mountains. Yeah like, yeah,
2: like the commitment to, to going to the place, doing the thing. Uh, you already brought up drones, which not only is it way better for budgets, right? Helicopters mm-hmm. are expensive to fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can fit a drone way closer than you could ever fit a helicopter.
1: Yeah. And you can get some really interesting shots. Now, just before you go mm, any go further, um, I definitely think that drone technology is also a crutch that a lot of newer films, and this is not one of them, but I think a lot of newer films and newer directors yeah. um, use too much. Yeah. Uh, sure. As an example, is the Gray Man. If you haven't seen oh, yeah. that yet, they use the drone footage way too much in that.
0: Yeah. And that's 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 a fair. Some assessment. of those shots in the Gray Man were good. They're but good. It's, but some it's, of them are also very. Restraint is what yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, well, the you, problem You
1: is. need you need
2: the the interesting shot for spice, right? We're we're not dumping a whole thing of salt into this meal. Just yeah. A little bit yeah. is enough, right? Uh. So for me, you know, my my main knock was going to be on CGI. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And honestly, on some levels. Sure, there's this idea of, yeah, maybe it needs six more months, but I think really they committed to a really great location shooting almost entirely natural light. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the actual predator was not – he was not in a black leotard of white spots. He had full prosthetics. Yep. They committed all this way to that, and there is no way when you have that much real life on screen that fitting a CGI cougar three feet from your main character is going to work, period. Yeah. And I think a lot of directors could really take a great note. And it's hilarious to me because it wasn't done on purpose. But if you go back to Jaws and Spielberg Mm -hmm. and the stupid animatronic shark did not (laughs) stop breaking. So they had to shoot everything from the shark's perspective instead. And it made it this really good terror film. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of directors need to take that note. And yeah, can you fix it in post? Sure. Don't. Just limit it, keep it off screen, mm-hmm. and just let yeah. it be the horror to the side, and I think you would benefit
1: better. Well, so, and this is just kind of just piling on here. So the original Alien, the reason why the Alien's not in the film that much, one, because the, the suit was absolutely a horror to, is to keep awful on. Awful to walk sure, around with. Yeah. But it's also the fact that the technology at the time, mm-hmm. like, is just a dude in a latex suit. Yeah. And you have, and so Ridley Scott has to go through and make the film as terrifying as possible mm-hmm. without the actual use of you seeing the alien. Right, you, yeah, yeah. And,
2: and it amps it up a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, at this point in the the sixth movie in the Predator franchise, we all know what the Predator's about. Mm-hmm. So it's you're never going to get the effect from the first one where it was just this weird thing off in the distance going. Right, <laughs> at
0: you. like you're never going to have that feel again. Uh It just. I think Yo. they did a pretty good job in this one, though, because in the first one, you know, you have, like, it's, like, stages of reveals. You yeah. get, like, yeah. there's something in the woods. Then you see there's something that's, like, wavy lines and, you know, invisible in the woods. Then you get it, like, un you know, uncloaked but still in a mask. And yep. then you finally get the mask mm-hmm. off full Predator. So you get, like, four stages of, like— think, And in this one, I think you still get, like, the— we know what it is because it's a predator. We movie, just know, yeah. but like it, it still looks different. Like the the the, the camouflage looks man. different, and yeah. then the pieces of it you start to kind of see leaking through. Yep. You know, yeah, is different. And then when it finally does reveal, it's like, whoa, this is a weird looking predator, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and then they, again, the same thing with the mask off, it almost. Mm-hmm. I think they did a pretty good job for for people going into it knowing that yeah. it's oh a predator. for sure they, yeah. they
2: followed yeah. the formula well it's it's more like I don't have a complaint with the c g i on the predator it's really the other creatures that were yeah', yeah.
1: you know what a bear
2: looks like yeah we. I know what a bear yeah. I know what
0: a mountain lion I know what a yeah. rattlesnake well, I think so. a lot of that too is they didn't use a ton of c g for the predator it was a right. dang yeah suit. so it really yeah. stands
1: out yeah what, what did you give it
0: so I'm gonna go the lowest of everybody I gave it a seven okay Woo, now right. I thought the scenery was shot fantastically. Mm-hmm. Obviously we have been over that. I think what dinged it the most for me was the CG mm-hmm. and the CG Blood.
1: Yeah, the CG Blood yeah. was unfortunate.
0: The other thing I think that obviously they didn't have the budget to do this, but something like Dune, where mm-hmm. they shot the movie in 4K and then scanned it to film yeah. and then rescanned in the film so it has that like organic look mm-hmm. to it. I Ooh. think this movie sometimes had I know <laughs> Dylan, Dennis is crazy his glasses over here <laughs> with one yeah. finger. Like, that was it. Made Dune look as if it were shot on it, film when it, it was. not yeah. you know, because there's the the problem. I think I had with some of the shots in this movie, not all of them, is it's extremely clean and digital looking. Like mm-hmm. there's really good shots, but they it looks almost for me too good, too good. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and that I think helps the CG look
1: a not little great. Well, yeah, it looks like, even more fake at that yeah, point. Need, and I don't just, know if
0: they should have put like a. Cheesy post film grain on the back or anything. I'm just saying, like, I feel like, especially movies that are like period pieces, they always feel better to me when they look like they were shot on film to some degree, instead of being like just crystal clear. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but I, I I agree with all the points you guys made. Of like, I like a lot of the. I thought the action was great. Yeah, like the 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 scene with the um. You know, when the French trappers uh, tie them to the to the tree yeah. as bait or whatever, and everything's just covered in ash or whatever. I thought that was a really cool scene. I thought a lot of the choreography was good. Um, so I have, I have complaints yeah. about
2: some of the fights, but it's really more plot-related. So we're going to leave that aside. I just want to put it out here.
0: Well, the only thing I was going to say, another reason I dinged the spectacle was, like, even though I thought the, like, the setup for those fights was good, yeah. I think the execution on some of them wasn't great. It, it felt slow. It was, some of the action kind of felt like it could have been... Snappy, Pe- pepped yeah. up in editing maybe yeah. or the way they shot it, it it felt kind of like i don't know it just didn't feel as as solid as other stuff
1: so um just as a note there yeah. um the one the one scene that was not that um that i that i thought was absolutely fantastic was the one shot of basically her fighting um all the frenchmen in the camp whenever yeah. she infiltrates it um and yeah. basically she's trying to get all of her stuff back and that is one singular take oh it was very good yeah. of of just all of the Frenchmen just coming at her in, in all the different directions and everything. Oh, man, it was just fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was really well choreographed. And again, like you said, it was all one shot. Like mm-hmm. that was, again, give me a little bit of like some actual fake blood instead of the digital blood. But yep. other than that, yeah, 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 really good. All right, let's go on to performance. Steven, what did you give performance?
2: Okay, so this is, this is, this is maybe a little harsh. I gave it a seven. Okay. So I do think uh, Naru and Tabi Mm-hmm. So our two main uh, sister and brother yep. set were good, uh, especially given you know that they're pretty new ish to this kind of having this kind of spotlight on them. Yeah, and I like the chemistry between them. I think it flowed well, and you, you yeah, felt they like,
0: felt
1: like a brother and sister. Yeah, they felt like yeah. they've
2: been related, and you know he's kind of kind of looked out for and be like, hey, I want to support you, but also I'm still your big brother. You know, he's yeah, kind and, of that. and
1: I, I'm assuming that he was the chief.
2: He no no no. They had the like, chief was a different. He was
0: like the war party leader. Or, yeah, like so I'm, he's like not sure like, the exact term. He's
2: he's. I, I got the so this is this is where the performance complaint is really coming in. Yeah. Is basically everybody else felt like a prop, like half mm-hmm. half of the tribe could have been cardboard cutouts for as much as they really got.
0: Yeah,
1: and <laughs> it, I don't know if we would have fundamentally changed anything.
0: I think the mother is the only person. Yeah, the only other, the like, tribe that really. Felt like a character. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was
1: that her mom or was that her grandmother? Oh, I don't know about that.
2: Either or. Yeah. It could have been sure. I'm okay, not sure.
1: Yeah. The,
2: the matriarchal figure. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, but outside of that, I mean, just didn't get anything. And that was kind of weird. And.
1: Well, like, it's a smaller scale. Yeah. You know, experience. And like, normally that means you're only going to have really like three or four actual characters.
2: Right, right. But you don't, you don't need, you know, other people to have complete arcs. They just need to seem like they're a, a human being who exists when they walk off screen, right? Sure. Which,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, like, you, you had the Rufio character that was, um, he was just <laughs> mean to her the whole time. It was Rufio. <laughs> he, had, he had the red hair. Wow. But, That's the the, the first the <laughs> second I
2: saw him on screen was like Rufio Rufio yeah. well when I saw him and he had you know the red mohawk it was like well this is gonna be the hothead dude Yep, yep. there he is. Yep, there yeah there it is. it is you, you know exactly what you're getting stereotypical at. you know archetypal stuff and and it just again for for as good as the brother sister relationship felt yeah in terms of this is this is a long term relationship and you yeah. know they're they're at least their dad we know has been dead for a while yeah. So he's kind of been looking out. Like, that felt good and real. They had a lot of room to work with in there, and it pays off a lot. Yeah. And everything else didn't. And that was kind of, you know, some of that's plot, but I think there was definitely, it was hurt in the sense that no one else had much room to work with. So I'm going to hand this off to someone else.
0: Ryan? I'll jump in. I also gave it a seven. Okay. Uh, I think, you know, Amber Mid-Thunder did really good. Yeah. She is the the star of the show in this, in this movie. I, I agree. I think her brother... Mm-hmm. Uh, Tabe, played by Dakota Beavers, did really good too, especially for knowing that it's his first film. First film, yeah. Um and I think the one thing that was cool that I, I saw was that Dan Trachtenberg, when he was auditioning Amber, he made her do like one scene in English, then he made her do the same scene in Comanche, and then he did this crazy thing. He's like, it just came to me. He's like, I want you to do that entire scene silently. Don't say anything. Yep. And That's she cool. acted with her eyes and That's, her expressions, yeah. Yeah. and he was, like, hired. And yep. so I think that comes through a lot And because there's so many scenes in this mm. movie where she's not saying anything because she's sneaking around in the woods or yep. You yep. Know, somebody's pursuing her. And well, you,
1: you still know exactly what sh- what's going on yeah, in her mind. Yeah, she does
0: a great job of conveying so much just with, like, expressions yeah. and things. So I think she carries it. I agree the same way that, like, none of, none of the other, you know, Comanche and the tribe really get too much, so uh, other worth than, worth like... With? The the bullies, if you yeah. want to call them that, yeah, who are like, just well, mean to her. Well, okay. I, I got one for you. Yeah. Name
2: someone else in the tribe. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Like, yeah, I exactly. they, did something. they even have names? I don't know right. if they even they may spoke not. names. Like it, it, was a long time before I could even figure out yeah. the main characters' names because they just don't say each other's name. Which well,
1: but they, but can they, fit. that's the thing. Like, there's no reason
2: for them to because they were tribe. Like it. they know who they're talking to. No, you don't need it. And at least everyone was, you know, a distinct uh, outfit, yeah. so you could say, okay, well, this isn't the dude who died yesterday right. or whatever yeah i mean it's not
1: like we're, it's not like we're in beauty and the beast where bell's walking down the street and everyone's saying her name
0: yeah well we don't need that but we need a little something <laughs> i i i think that you know amber mid-thunder did great yeah i think coco the dog did great oh well, and
2: that's another point
0: to your your silent communication
2: yeah. right because she you know the dog obviously can't really talk back and she's right. sign, signing to it in a tense moment so her ability there really, really plays through well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think Dane Diliegro, as the Predator did a really good job of just like conveying, you know, his performance as like this beastly alien. You know, alien, yeah, you know yeah. like I think he did good mm-hmm. for that. Um, Another quick thing about Coco the dog. So they rescued this dog for this movie mm-hmm. because it was a breed that was... That was so, close enough to what yeah. they would have had, you know, yeah. period. Correct. Uh, but they said the dog was a hot mess. <laughs> and there was a lot of scenes where like they were just like, oh, please let the dog cooperate on this take. please," Because yep. it doesn't come across in the movie. Like yeah. the dog's like great. But it was not a trained. Yeah, it wasn't a movie, movie dog. dog. It was just yeah. a dog they rescued. <laughs> so I think that's also awesome. Um, but yeah, what did you give performance? Uh, so attention? you
1: basically just took my my final point. Which oh, my the dog. Um, but I, so I was a little bit more forgiving. I gave it an eight, okay. uh, but basically for the exact same reasons, yeah. um, Naru or Amber Thunder and, and, um, and Beavers were fantastic. Yeah. They, they really did have that on screen chemistry mm-hmm. and you could definitely tell, but you, like whenever he was kind of explaining to her, especially right before he was going to die, he was like, there's nothing I can do about this. Yeah. But you, I know that you can finish this. And like you really got that connection mm-hmm. with them that I yeah. thought was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, the the Frenchmen um were emphatically <laughs> Frenchmen from that time period. <laughs> they were
0: a bit comedic, a the, little <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I didn't yeah. like the 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 main French guy that that would like basically survived the first encounter. Oh yeah, that, oh, the guy like, that can yeah. speak yeah. big dude English yeah, slash yeah. Comanche. Um, oh wait, translator? Or no, 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 no. Are you talking fine. about the big bearded uh, guy? I, I was so sad that he died. The translator. The translator Why? because. No, just because, like, he was he had some, nice He had guy. some redeeming qualities. Yeah, he was some. trying to be nice. Yeah. And then, uh, unfortunately, he just got stepped on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I gave it an A, name. I was just a little bit more forgiving, I think. Yeah. Um, just because, like, going into it, especially knowing that it's a Predator film, you yeah. don't need all of these extra characters to have arcs yeah. and sure. and character moments that you, you know exactly. i will come what, back
2: to that. I'm going to come back to that. Not That's here. Fine. Not yeah, here.
1: But, I mean, but you know exactly what they're about. Yeah. Like they are, yeah. they have to be the semi antagonist against her to for her to want to prove herself.
0: Well, and I think too, it again kind of gives some clarity as to the difference between the French and the Predator. Yeah, of like this guy is hunting for sport, and these guys are just oh, over yeah. here just killing just, bison, and they're, yeah, you know, like it, it gives you more of a an understanding of the Predator mm. almost. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go to score. Steven, what's your score? No, you start this one. No, me? Yeah. I gave the score an eight. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was fantastic. Um, The score was done by Sarah uh, Shackner. Sure. I'm pronouncing that right. It's... A lot of S's and C's and H's in there. Uh, She hasn't, I couldn't find a ton of credits for anything other than, like, video games. She did the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Now, now, hold on. Now, saying
2: that, there are some video games out there with some fantastic scores. Oh, I'm not
0: talking down to it. I'm just saying, like, in the the film industry, she doesn't have a ton of credits. It's mostly, like, Assassin's Creed Origins and and things of that nature. I thought this soundtrack was great. I thought the score completely fit, like, what's going on. Yep and I've been listening to it on Spotify ever since I watched this movie. <laughs> it's, and like, It's
1: already in my main playlist. The, for, the, the bowed
0: double bass,
1: oh, yeah. you know, like the <laughs> stuff they do is
0: great. And I think it builds up a lot of attention appropriately. Mm. And the way they use it is good. My only, I guess, complaint is that it's kind of one note to a degree. It's like, mm-hmm. It's it's, all mostly, the it's same all mostly kind of the same kind yeah. of tracks. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I thought it was, it was it was great. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna jump in there. Sure. I
2: also gave it an eight. And nice. your your comment about one note. So for me, you know, big sweeping landscape means a big sweeping score, right? And They nailed yeah. that. Yeah. And in a very, uh, I'm gonna use this comparison a lot. Last of the Mohicans way. Yeah. Without sounding like a copycat or temp music, where they put you know
1: promontory in promontory there. in there and they're like oh, we just
2: love this because but it's funny you said that's one note because laughs the mohicans if you have the whole soundtrack in a mm-hmm. playlist and you listen to it you will have moments where you're like i'm listening to the same song twice <laughs> yeah so they had the same issue there so i think yeah. that's that's a funny connection uh that we just kind of created out of nothing i guess well
0: but, you know sometimes it's like when you repeat a musical theme in different mm-hmm. songs yeah it gives you that like you can fall into that trap. yeah like mm-hmm. you are being cohesive but you're also being kind of yeah, because at,
1: at that point it doesn't really—it's not really a light motif anymore. It's just yeah. like this is the main theme, and we are just putting the main theme in every other thing. Yeah. But anime does that a lot, where you they make the they have the the opening song, mm-hmm. and then they just do the opening song with strings or yeah. the yeah. opening song with <laughs> horns. Right,
2: but they did do a good job of building tension, and as well, yeah. not, it wasn't just you know the big broad landscape, and you have the you know orchestral pieces underneath it. They also built you know the now, I don't want to call it one note, but kind they, they of it a good foundation. Single instrument, like yeah. you were talking about, the bass really carrying and building tension, right? Yeah, Andrew.
1: Uh, I also gave it an eight. Eight's all uh, around. Or, Consensus. Or, <laughs> wow, almost the exact same reasons.
0: Yeah, and um,
1: <laughs> but yeah. So the the music in this film was just fantastic. Uh, it really does. There wasn't a lot of like I'll say shepherd tones where you don't you know it's like right. it's not it's not going up and down at the same time. It's more of just they did a really good job with the tension because. You know, like, you know, as the audience, we know that the Predator's there. Yeah. Our characters don't know that the Predator's there. And the whole time we're just like, when is he going to show up? Yeah. When is he going to show up? Oh, no, that's just the Leiden. When is he going to show, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and those kind of moments are what, what really has, sells the score for the film, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, let's move on to plot. Yeah. I'll kick it off. I gave plot an eight. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, again, we've mentioned before, it took the Predator franchise, which is predominantly terrible, back to its basics, (laughs) uh, but still did it in a a fresh enough way to where it did not feel like a complete retread of the first movie. You know, I think just setting it when they did automatically gave it like an interesting twist Mm -hmm. where you could do some of the same kind of beats, but I like that this... This predator, it's like his first time on Earth. I don't know if it's like technically in canon, the predator's first time to come to Earth, but like he's but like he, trying he to figure out
1: new uh, at, Okay, at this whatever is a
0: this is. Prey, this is a predator. This is yeah. you know, like he's like working his way up the food chain of yeah. like, you know, trying to figure out what what the big threats are. Uh, and then I think another thing for me I liked a lot about the plot was that like with with Naru and her her whole trajectory over the movie. They set precedences earlier that, like, she is really good at paying attention to things and learning. Paying attention to things and learning. And she, like, there's multiple, like, setups and payoffs throughout the movie that kind of escalate as it goes of, like, she sees a thing, she figures it out, now she learns and she moves forward. And I think that's necessary for—obviously, we're playing in fantasy land. There's a predator, you know, running (laughs) around in the 1700s, right? But, like, it it helped— Even with the suspension of disbelief of like, oh, she just knows how to use a gun now. And it's like, well, if you've been watching and paying attention throughout the movie, she is picking up on stuff all over the place. And and she
1: fails the first time. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. And even uh, Tabe says to her at some point, he's like, you always see what I don't. Yep. You know, he's like, and she's constantly catching things of like, that's not a bear's footprint. What is this? And everybody's like,
1: whatever, lady. And it's like,
2: (laughs) y'all listen to this lady. She's noticing everything.
0: that's, That's actually,
2: yeah, that's a problem. You know, yeah.
0: that's fine. Yeah. But I, so I gave a uh, plot an eight. Yeah. Andrew? Andrew? Me? Me? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I was a tad harsher. I gave it a seven. Yeah. Uh, so I have um, a, a bigger problem with the climax of the film hmm. where yeah. they're um, uh, basically the way that she wins is based on the idea that the predator himself does not understand how his own equipment works.
0: Well, I would say the, the argument is that he thinks his mask is a mile away, so it's not going to matter. So that's the thing is like because we don't
1: know if if the technology that he's using for yeah, his right. little head thing is just agnostic to distance. Is it just or Bluetooth, if it is or... like a local sure. Wi-Fi thing, and then he can just <laughs> basically sh- if he doesn't have the mask, he can still shoot the gun.
0: It's probably Bluetooth, so you get twenty foot away. It's yeah. not so going to one,
1: one a couple of trees. Never going to work. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. You're, you're still you're still kind of banking on the fact that the predator makes a mistake and right. not makes a mistake by underestimating his enemy he just makes a ba- blatant mistake yeah that sure. that yeah.
2: he made earlier in the film
1: yeah that he's already made once yeah. and it, and it feel it makes it, it makes you feel that the that her winning is not based on her merits mm-hmm. and just the fact that he still would have won had she like, messed up or had he just or realized he's just not that, an idiot. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: with but that. I, I would say that, like, the, the trapping him in the mud. Oh, no, that's totally fine. Which also yeah, yeah. is a very good subversion. When she got into the mud for the first time, I thought, yep. oh, they're just going to copy the first movie. Yep. And they're like, nah, she washed off in the stream. Gotcha. Yep. But that did come back later when she trapped him in the quicksand. Yeah, so. that, that doesn't bother uh, me at all. Yeah. It, was,
1: yeah. it was just the fact that the way that she killed him was with his own weapon that he should have already known how it worked.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And, and also, you know, we talked about, like, they do a good job throughout the movie of kind of building her up where, you know, she she is earning these abilities and, and improving throughout. Yeah, especially great.
1: with, like, the, the
0: hatchet throwing well, and everything. There's
1: an issue with that in its own world. And it's
2: a little too Captain America, but that's okay. Uh Again,
0: the, there's an alien running around. Yeah, we are definitely in fantasy
2: land. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and then kind of the victory is almost unearned.
1: It it, it felt a little hollow
2: because even if like he's trapped in mud, all he has to do is be like, oh, it's looking right at me. I better duck, and yeah. then she's still screwed. Like like it's, I feel it's like so that scene reliant. could have
0: been cut slightly different. Yeah, where yeah. the 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 you know the spears or whatever they want to call it, he shoots out of his his gun happens a lot faster, and he doesn't have time to, to react. To look around, well, yeah. Or instead, they had up, that comedic, Roar, you know, almost yeah. like he <laughs> looks...
2: Well, or it's set up behind him. Right. So that when he, like, engages the weapon, and it's done from b- over his shoulder, he engages the weapon, and you see the three dots appear on the back of his head. Yeah. And it's like,
0: oh, Because yeah. now
2: all she had to do, instead of trapping him in, you know, a one-by-one one square, is just trap him along this line.
0: And now yep. you're guaranteed
2: yep. that it hits. And she just stands like if she stands where she can see the thing, and he comes straight towards her, then it's just a clear line, and he, yeah, yeah,
1: because because she's basically perpendicular to yeah. it at that yeah. point, and from from that perspective, it's very hard to line that up of mm-hmm. actually where he needs to go. So, like, if it wasn't a straight line to where she's also kind of in danger if she messes up, right? Yeah. Like, I totally would have. But if it was a straight
0: line and it was directly behind him and it wasn't perfectly aligned, as soon as he holds it up, you're going to, he sees the lights coming over his shoulder or something. Whereas from the side, you don't, it's not in his field of view. Yeah. Well, but the, the other,
2: then the other trick is, you know, once he shoots it, he looks and he sees it and he realizes. And I think it would be better. From for him an just audience to, perspective where we know what's gonna happen to him, but he doesn't.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and like right. he just yeah. yeah. Like I said, it, it felt a little hollow for that. Um uh, beyond that, like everything else honestly felt very earned for yeah. for like, you know, her combat prowess, her um uh methods of of deduction of, of yeah. trying to figure it out. Cause like the the biggest thing with these kind of films is you need example death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could tell like the second that she saw um you know her the first guy died from the little red dots she knows that the second that those red mm. dots pop up no problem he, we don't have him he has us yeah
0: yeah that was a good line too yep. i was like again it showed that she's learning yep. also shout out to when the dog gave her the uh the hatchet in the final fight i was like <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah. c- good companion
2: yeah. steven uh, so i also gave it a seven yeah a lot of similar reasons you know uh, I, I think it was good action fair, you know, where a lot of stuff was, was earned. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can make some historical complaints or whatever. But, again, we have a predator running around. When, when,
1: <laughs> when her brother was fighting him in the camp with the, with the horse. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was so cool. So, that was pretty
2: cool. So I do think within that, I'll throw out a, what I think is a missed opportunity where they could have, if they had had the play where it's the two of them, you know, fighting the predator. And it, this is the climactic fight. Yeah. And something goes wrong, right? The, the plan doesn't work, and basically he sacrifices himself, mortal wound, to let it like bring the predator back in line or whatever. Yeah. And then it happens, and then you have you get the moment where he sees that his sister has done it, and like she has become you know the hunter or yeah. or whatever the achievement is, and he can be proud and then pass away. Mm-hmm. I think because we had such good chemistry there, I think that maybe yeah, would that would have been a, been a lot better. Yeah. Uh, so, maybe a missed opportunity there. You know, my biggest complaint is, again, that we could have had just a bunch of cardboard cutouts for, <laughs> <Yeah>. for most, <laughs> and it would have been okay, because... Just got an Elvis in the background. Yeah, you know, just hanging out. Going back to the original Predator, while the, the other characters in the special ops team aren't, you know, they don't have ARCs, they're not fully developed characters, it felt like everyone there had history with each other, and yep. they all yeah. knew what the other person was going to do, so... As the individuals are eliminated, the team feels weaker as a whole, right? Yeah. You're like, well, this is the guy who, you know, makes the jokes and kid, oh, he's dead. Well, you know, this is the dude, you're the the tracker and oh no, he's dead. You know, like it, it,
1: it felt like there was a. You're losing skill sets as characters go away where this one did not feel that way.
2: Right. Yeah. All all you were doing was getting rid of, well, these dudes are keeping her from doing the right thing. Well, oh, Predator took care of that problem. Well, it just got easier for her instead of it being harder. Yeah. And so that, you know, like we had the mountain lion. I again cardboard cutouts. We had the mountain lion thing and apparently the third dude who's with them just dies, but there's no name. Nobody brings up the fact that he died.
0: Yeah, everybody like, celebrating. when just, they come back. She's and I'm just like, fought.
2: <laughs> I mean, at the end of the Did movie. do we wanna
0: mourn the other dude real quick before we celebrate that yeah, he killed the mountain? No, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, like the end of the movie, you know, we've basically wiped out the entirety of the tribe's hunting population. Well, and,
0: and it's maybe it's a, that it's happened while she was unconscious. You know, maybe he maybe. brought her back, everybody mourned for an hour, but, and then he comes back with the line, like, But, yeah. I mean, like,
2: she watched this dude just, like, the, the mountain lion the just, mauled. like, yoinked him right in front of her. Like, there, there yeah. should have been some kind of trauma, trauma from that, or, cons- like, maybe it makes her hesitate and she has to overcome. You know, there's, again, it, it just, they were just like, hey, we need some more Indians, put them out there. All right, cool, they're dead. All right, let's go. Let's get some Frenchmen. All right, they're dead. Cool. Like, well, I just think a little more.
0: Part of it, though, I think is probably the balance of, like, Screen, how much screen time. screen time are you going to give Which, a moment like that versus really focusing on her? Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: but, but the thing is by doing that, by having it be, you know, someone she knows it can yeah. be focused for her. Cause it's, it's now it's an emotional issue or it's, well, she was going to rely on this person to help her with, and now they're gone. Now she has to improvise. Like it, it's not a question of, Oh, we should focus on other people. It's a question of by having other people, it it puts more focus on her. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, so, I, I think one of my complaints would just be that we didn't really, Delve into like what the Comanche Nation and life and everyday Comanche society was really like at this time. Mm-hmm. Like we hint at it a little bit, and again, it's probably yeah. a screen time issue. But like, well,
2: I, saying that I'm looking at the the run times only an hour forty is actually yeah. a, a really fast movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, so, and that's the thing. You budget just, I don't maybe. think Probably. I don't, I don't think you need it to be a long film. No. But what I I definitely kind of agreed that there was. There was something a little lacking just in the the substantial, er, I don't know, not not a good word for it, but substantiality of, like, the actual... The,
2: the surrounding substance. Yeah. yeah. How how grounded and real you feel. Because for the most part, it feels, I mean, again, for a, a giant alien running around invisible, it feels
1: pretty grounded. It feel, yeah, it feels real. pretty grounded. Yeah. The um, There's some distance problems, I think, that kind of happened where, like, it, it's all vague enough to where... Everything that's taking place could take place within relative walking like distance. Like two square miles. Yeah, yeah you just don't yeah. know. You just don't know. But it, it definitely felt that there was a couple times where, like, she was, like, way out.
2: Oh, so that was the assumption. Yeah. yeah.
1: But but then, like, you know, they're looking for her, but but I don't know. It, there was a couple weird parts here and there, but I completely forgave it because well, I was very entertained.
2: Speaking of. Yeah, oh, we were we were both ready to jump wow, into that transition. Let's, whoosh! Let's, let's get into some entertainment scores. Okay, Andrew Lee, I off. gave
1: it a nine. Nice. Um, I I actually like this one as much as the first Predator. Now, gonna if I haven't seen any of the other ones, but wow, uh, this one definitely fit the same kind of bill because I love yeah. the the quotation mm-hmm. marks guerrilla warfare yeah. kind of yeah. um just very visceral and real kind of combat where you're not, you know, shooting machine guns and you're yeah. trying. And now granted, I mean like that's kind of the whole point of the first predator is that this, this team it of, doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't work. yeah of you can have all the guns guides. in the world. Yeah. 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 But I'm so glad that they brought it and scaled it down mm-hmm. to where it felt realistic and as, as realistic as, you know, an alien predator coming in and killing. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, everyone, you know, kind of on the internet after this where they're like, Oh, it'd be so cool to have the predator in Japan or the oh, Predator yeah. in some other random, like mm-hmm. o- you know, old timey um, you know, like Settings. revolutionary war, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And I kind of agree. I you know, it would be terrible just because you're kind of just reiterating what you've already. You're just going kind of to rehash no, what no, this no, no. movie is. Well, but well, let's
2: but let's 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 set that aside. I think we're gonna do a subtopic on that immediately sure. after entertainment. Uh, but I do agree with some of that. Uh, I also gave it a 9 on entertainment. Nice. The Predator fights a freaking bear. Let's go. <laughs> barehanded, handed
1: And he hand-lifts it yeah. over his head. Like, yeah.
2: if, if you ever needed a sense of scale, not just of the size of the Predator, the strength, again, he just goes in you know, with just claws on claws and just kills a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and bench, like, like deadlift bench presses or whatever. Like, yeah. That's awesome. You know, I mean, we can throw out, you know, kitschy, you know, small nitpicky complaints of, well, you know, it could have been a little better. But overall, going back through the, the, the Predator franchise filmography, <laughs> this, is, this is at the top or up there. I, I think ultimately I put it just below the just, original. Just because the first one was just so... Well, dead. yeah. I mean,
1: the first one's
2: Yeah, at this iconic. point in life, we just know what to expect. You're never yeah, going to get yeah. the same hit that the first one had Corral. because it was new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's never going to be able to reach that, but for you know, kind of working its way into the formula, kind of being true to, uh, I don't want to call it the canon, but the idea behind it, I think it's it's probably the best example we've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah, I can confirm that. Right. are yeah. watching a bunch of <laughs> terrible Predator movies. So, like Predator Two, what it messes up versus the first one is it doesn't understand again the Predator. It's just more action. Yeah. And the Predators like. He he is selective on who he kills, but way less selective. Yeah. And then, again, the, the solution to beating the Predator and Predator 2 is Fire I mo- shoot and punch you Fire more. more bullets. Yeah. yeah. Like, instead of in the first ones, I got to outsmart this, yep. obviously, thing. In Predators with Adrian Brody, it's the, the basic concept is a bunch of people are dropped on a planet and they're being hunted like a wild game preserve by a bunch of Predators. Yeah. And they don't know this. You know it because it's the title of the movie, which is another example of like <laughs> if they could have hid that, you know, to where it wasn't yeah, called yeah, predators. It, was, wait, hold on, it want, would have been a wild twist in the middle where it's like, it's predators. <laughs> you know.
2: I want to jump in on that yeah, one. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of movie titles. Pick something out of the prey. You don't have to say predator, but just trying to Google this movie is freaking hard. There's a lot of stuff yeah, that's just <laughs> named Prey. <laughs>
1: Prey film 2022. Yeah. Like no, you got to be real. There's specific. a lot of stuff. Named, yep. There's
0: a video game named Prey. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff that pops up. Yeah. But yeah, Predators, not great. It falls apart in the third act because again, it's, it's, it misses the, uh, the central idea of, of what? what makes a Predator movie special. Well,
2: you got to cheat, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Same thing for The Predator. Well, like in Predators, for example, Adrian Brody smears his body in mud with no intel. That that would help him. Yeah,
2: he just does it. No point. reason for He it. just yeah. does it. He just does it because it's a Predator because,
0: movie. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of stuff that happens like that. Aliens versus Predator is terrible. Alien versus Predator Requiem is somehow worse. <laughs> 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 the Predator is, again, bad because, like, just this is spoiler for the worst movie in the world. Don't watch it. The basic idea is... One predator is trying to help humans stop global warming, and a super predator is after the rest of them. So they have to team up with global (gasps) warming predator, (laughs) eco-predator, and everyone else has to, like, try to stop super predator. And it's like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) Like, on paper, that sounds terrible. Go away. Like, what kind of fever dream? (laughs) Yeah. And again, reshoots. And so, like, this is easily... The second best predator movie. I gave it an eight on entertainment. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that kind of brought it down for me again was there's just a few moments where I feel like, man, what if they had shot this whole movie in Comanche? That would have been so, so cool. That was yeah. my
1: next um, thing. So I am a big proponent of of using um, the original language that it was like that that they would be do. speaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sorry. I think that most American audiences. I I understand why they do it. Yeah because English speaking world for the most part mm-hmm. and if you're making a big, you know, Hollywood blockbuster, you need it to be English. I get it. I think it's stupid and yeah. I think it absolutely would have been better had they basically all only spoken in Comanche the entire time and yeah. just have it subtitled on the things that we needed to understand.
0: And to its credit, there is a Comanche dub there version and which is I think historically the very first movie to ever be fully dubbed in Comanche. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Available. So like they're making headway there, but I tried to watch it. And again, it's a dub. It's all their mouths are still moving, saying the English words, but you hear the Comanche version. So if you want to check out the Comanche version, you can. That kind of stuff bugs me. Like, Mm. you know, unless I'm watching like an old Jackie Chan movie, I can (laughs) handle some dub here and there just because it's comedy and things are fun. Yeah. I generally prefer subtitles. I want things to be in their native language. It yeah. Made a weird scene where, like, this Frenchman comes over and he's like, I speak your language. And he says it in English. English, yeah. We're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, and there's some,
1: there's just some weird stuff here and there that yeah, um, that's a bit. I, I wish that it would have been, yeah. you know, but that that is so much more of a personal, yeah. you know, I, kind I of
0: thing. I think for me, the reason I enjoyed this movie so much is because it is punching way above its weight class. This movie has no right to be as good as it is. <laughs> yeah. There are no big name actors in this movie. Yep. It's not like they got some huge director to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not like they got the writer of some amazing yeah. thing to do this. Like All the people in this movie are essentially scrappy startups, if you yep. think about it. And they yeah. made something that was, I think, was fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, yeah like I, I enjoyed it immensely. I, my only knocks are probably things that could have been fixed if they had a little more budget. Yeah. Or a little yeah. more time, maybe.
2: Yeah. So, speaking of things that could be fantastic, let's, uh, just to get, a, get us moving along on the way out, what would be an alternate timeline reality setting you would want a Predator
1: movie in? Feudal Japan with Samurai. I know. I,
2: I mean, mean, that's all really... three of our answers, <laughs> no, obviously. No, no, I have a different
0: one. <laughs> I was going straight to Feudal Japan Samurai. Like, there's no gonna That would be yeah. so much
2: fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would, that would be pretty awesome. If
0: I had to think of another one, then, let me think here. Well,
2: well you think <laughs> yeah, I've you got go one. So, you know what setting I want? What's up? I want pirates. Oh. Where, where it's okay. like the pirates come back to an island because it's haunted, but it's where the big bad name captain who's dead buried the treasure. Uh huh. So they, they all want Ooh, the okay. treasure, but the predator has returned to the island to hunt again. So at some point they have to figure out, do we band together to deal with this? Or yep. am I going to double cross you for the treasure? Yeah. And also it's big bad, like because you could go real horror because this is, you know, they don't have the technology. They don't have the understanding and it's just, murder-in-the-dark kind of thing. Oh, man, that would be really I, cool. I think, like, that yeah. would be cool. And also, it, it's a return to a jungle setting. you do, like, Caribbean. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I think that would be really cool, too.
1: So so this is just Predator goes to the Caribbean. Then we yeah. have <laughs> we tan, Predator, you know. Predator
0: goes to Kyoto. All the music is just steel drums. <laughs> 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 Maybe a little bit of that. Maybe not so much that. But. All right, so what, what are your, what's your man, Predator goes? Man, I mean, ghost? like, to set it during the Vietnam War might be kind of crazy. Like it would be, yeah. you'd have to try not to do to, too, too close to the original yeah. Predator. Yeah,
2: you're, you're kind of you're risking the jungle comparisons yeah. there.
0: But you are in the jungle. You, maybe you you could make it somehow about you know more of a commentary on the Vietnam War or yeah. something like you know make yeah. it like that. Um,
2: I mean, dropping him in, into any major you know war theater. I don't see. I don't well, know if that, that would work battle. very well. Yeah, it would well, be. I'm not, weird. I'm not saying like a big battle. But, like, what if, you know, we're talking, you know, the North African campaign, but there's mm-hmm. a small group of British soldiers who are dealing with this other problem to the side that nobody ever knew about, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. And like, I think like just... he doesn't
2: have to run across, you know, you know, go, you know, storm the beaches of Normandy or something. You know, you don't need yeah. that. You just need – but even, like, oh, the paratroopers dropped behind the line for Normandy and, like, this one division ran into a different problem that
1: wasn't <laughs> nonsense, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other, like – Revolutionary War could be kind of fun, but it's kind of along the same you're, lines. Yeah, you're getting
2: into the same yeah. technology era of 17, you know, 19.
1: Yeah. So, uh, it, 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 you, you could do, of, like, um, go even further and do, like— I think medieval, medieval times like, might Egyptian be Egyptian fun. could be fun.
2: Oh, that, yeah. that could be a cool setting,
0: yeah. But. I think the problem, though, is that, like, the Predator needs a lot of trees. He doesn't need <laughs> to be in a big <laughs> wide-open area. Well, but, just but sand, man. But if you're
2: right by the Nile, and you, yeah. have, you have vegetation. Yeah. But uh, medieval— Medieval Times. Medieval, medieval, medieval. Yeah. Night. That's, that's your... that's just No, your, I mean
0: like he goes to a restaurant, the Medieval Times, and he just like hunts people. <laughs> yeah, no. They're, they come out for the joust. They come out for the joust and he's like up
1: in the stands with his turkey yeah. leg like... <laughs> 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 See, he eats the turkey. <laughs> uh, like, so you, we obviously joke here, but, you know, at some point, um, I would feel like it's one of those things where like, clearly this was a, a very good successful film, Right. And you're gonna have some Hollywood exec that's like, Oh, you know, can it'd be make really money. cool. Yeah. We could make money off yeah. of this and we're gonna do Japan next time. Well it yeah. just, and it, it, it feels so derivative that I would still go watch it because Yeah, I, sure,
0: you know. But well let's let's bring up a, a quick thing about the end credits. Did you see the little um no. stinger a little, at the end? animation. So at the end there's an animation right oh, that oh, kinda like recounts. Yeah, and it yeah. shows them coming back. It shows the predator ships presumably yeah. coming back. Mm-hmm. Like I guess that opens it up for a sequel, like a direct sequel, yeah, like a yeah. prey two. I don't type want thing. Well, well they gave, I don't know
2: that we need it. They gave us the the Predator Two pistol, yeah. in prey, and somehow that has to get back into the predator's hands right. to show up at the end of Predator Two
0: yeah
1: so and, so by by transitive property, that means either they come back and kill everyone and take the
2: which take is the pistol. like just total depression of well how well, the, how the movie really ended is Everyone died. oh, thanks, guys. we didn't need that. yeah,
0: or it's a different group of predators, and they're just really good at like, stealing stuff. It's a heist. Or they can't kill them.
2: things, they just want the trophies. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or, or it's possible that they came down and they picked up their dude and then they're like, hey, thank you for, for, for showing us that you are better than him. Well, that, that We is, want the gun. We need so, some gas so, money. So you haven't, <laughs> we gotta hawk this So you thing. haven't
2: seen it, but that is Predator's 2's ending. They, the, another group of Predators comes to collect the body and basically recognizing Danny Glover, right, mm-hmm. as a superior hunter, they give him the pistol as his trophy. Like, they're not going to let you keep the head as evidence they exist, but they're going to give you something as, as like, well, you know, we we matched with you, and you yeah. bested us, and this is a, an acknowledgement. So that's why it's so weird that the pistol... Just is there. It's just... Well, it just shows up, and it's like, well, cool, you tied this to the, the universe, but now it's like, dude, did they just wipe all these people out, or, like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and I, I'm sure they left it kind of open for the sim- simple fact that they didn't know if they were going to get a sequel or yeah. you know, yeah. anything, which it was the biggest debut in Hulu history. Yeah. So, yep. like, I would say, even though you don't have box office numbers, it's probably, it probably it's it's very, it's a success. I mean, I think the, the, the issue is that, like, if you look at a movie like the first Predator, yeah. it didn't really need a sequel. No. If you look at the first it's, it's Alien, it didn't really need a sequel. Like, those movies but the, just, the the just money, just, yeah, were, like, very self-contained and very good mm. by themselves. Yeah. And so, really, any of these sequels are unnecessary from that level. This one, I, my fear would be if they can get the same people back and they have a solid idea of what to do in a sequel to this, I would mm-hmm. watch it. But my fear would be that, like, yeah, the studio would get too involved and now they want to do a theatrical release yeah. and yeah. like, I, throw some big-name actors in there that don't need to be in there. And then it wouldn't have the same scrappy spirit. that this yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, I, If they're going to do a sequel, not a sequel, but another Predator soon, I would want to see different timelines. Right. just, just yeah. keep putting him in different settings and give us some interesting <laughs> interactions and let's just go from there
0: right? Yep. yeah awesome alright well I think that's going to do it for us uh, thanks for listening to Spoilers Intended remember if you like what you heard and you want more you can check us out at spoilersintendedpodcast.com from there you can support us on Patreon for as little as $1 you can be a part of our Discord server and join in on the conversation you can check us out on YouTube follow us on Instagram, Facebook all the links are right there on the website And until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Andrew. And I'm Stephen. And as always, every spoiler was intended.